0: Hello, and welcome to Filling in the Gaps. I'm Justin. I'm Darren. Today, we are going to be discussing a game called Detention. I will also be making reference to the movie, but Darren will not because Darren ran out of time yeah. and he had to see it this week. <laughs> Which is a shame because the thing is, and maybe we'll talk about this later on when hopefully we will talk about Devotion, mm-hmm. but when it comes to Detention... I saw the movie version of this a couple of years ago, and I've only played the game finally. I had it sitting in my library for ages, but I'd only recently played it. But I knew that they looked very much the same. I wasn't exactly sure, but definitely now I've, after seeing and playing them both, I know that they are the same, mm. but also... I think it's mentioned now on like their IMDB page, the Wikipedia page, like those kinds of things. So I do know that they are. uh, And here's the other thing. All right. So I will be talking about the game. Mm -hmm. We'll both be talking about the game. Yeah. I'll occasionally mention something about the movie, but I will not be talking about the Netflix series because I did not know that existed until a couple days ago.
1: All right. Yeah.
0: And that's about eight episodes and I did not have time to get to that. From what I've heard, it's actually, in a way, a kind of sequel. It's not exactly the same story again. Okay. But I think that it relates in some ways to the original material. Mm. So I'm not sure. Maybe that's something that we could talk about in the future if it's good. Yeah. Uh, But for now, we're just going to mostly talk about the game. That's where all my notes are. But I did rewatch the movie just to see if it held up as wonderfully as it did in my memory. And I actually think I like it better the oh, cool. second time than I did the first time. But we won't be talking
1: about the book, because there's a book as well.
0: Yes, though the book, from what I understand,
1: it came after. Oh, everything came after, yeah? I think, right, I, so I do believe that the, from game, the game itself... So, this is one of these ones where the game is first. Which is
0: very amazing, mm. and happened all very, very quickly. Yeah. I because mean, the game came out in January of 2017... And I believe the movie came out two years later. Yeah,
1: the book, bu- the book I think, was the same year. I yeah. think I, I read it, it was 2017 as well.
0: And then on top of that, you've got a Netflix series that came out in 2020. A lot that all came out very, very quickly.
1: Yeah, I wonder why, though. I mean, like, is it just because it's a very niche topic? There's not a lot of, like, stuff that is about the white terror? Um It could be.
0: It could also just be that it is, in my opinion, a very interesting and complex story that really comes together Mm. in every version though i will say and i this is why i really wanted you to see the movie i don't know if it's because i saw the movie first Mm -hmm. but the movie just seems to put all the pieces together in a way that is much easier to understand and make sure that i've seen all the bits i feel like the game sometimes throws things out there and expects you to put the pieces together and it doesn't always quite work for me in the same way
1: or find all the bits of paper that make up the story
0: i did find all the paper
1: oh did you i did
0: (laughs) i have not found all the observation points though i think that's the one achievement i'm missing oh okay well that and there's an achievement for dial the emergency number when you get to a phone
1: I didn't do that either. Yeah, no,
0: so I'm missing those two. I think those are the only two I'm missing.
1: Which is kind of dumb, because that's the first thing I usually do when I get a phone, is try and dial numbers that I know. And I didn't do it this time.
0: Well, maybe in Taiwan they use different numbers than you would normally yeah. use.
1: What, 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 what is the number? Do you know what the number is? I think it's 119. 119? Oh. Well, there are two numbers I think you could use. Ah, okay.
0: As far as ratings, it's overwhelmingly positive, and that may be another reason why we've got so many versions... Stemming from it because Mm -hmm. I think when it hit, I think people were very wild about it, very passionate about it right from the beginning. Mm -hmm. The developer and publisher is Red Candle Games, based in Taiwan, where the story is set. Though the story is set back in the 60s, as you said, during the White Terror, the country is under martial law. Anything even remotely related to communism is banned. And what I love most, I think, about the story in all its versions I've seen, both versions I've seen so far, is they throw in a really good mix of traditional myth mm-hmm. and history, politics, but all through characters that we get to know in a way that makes it meaningful to me. And I assuming to the 8000 other people who've given it a positive review, it's really unique. Yeah, I will not say it's a perfect game. I would not say it's a perfect movie, but I will say they're pretty amazing right. and have just kind of wowed me. When I sat down to play detention for this episode, I basically sat down straight for four and a half hours. Right. And just blasted through it the first time. Mm.
1: Yeah, I think I got through it in about yeah, maybe two or three sessions. I was actually playing it with my daughter. She she um it's the suitable level of creepiness that it's not overtly horror and gore but there are some pretty um dark bits in it
0: there are one thing that i would say is that in the movie they focus just on i'm pretty sure it's just the lantern creature right but they've adapted it slightly so it's not traditional it fits more in with the story related to being in the 60s okay so they took that look but made it more military at the okay. time, and that is just one step above that just really works for me that when I was playing this and going, "Oh, they're just traditional, they're not mixed they're not a kind of fusion; they're just traditional myth creatures. It's still amazing, yeah, but it didn't have quite the same impact for me. It didn't seem to fit quite as well as what they do in the movie overall. I love both of these. I would recommend the movie, I would recommend the game, you would recommend the game for sure. So with that, I think we're going to have to jump in because we're already pushing the boundaries <laughs> of spoiler territory anyway. Highly recommend that you play this before you... You could probably just watch the movie if you want, but uh the game is only $13 at base. I know that that doesn't hit our mark, but it does go on sale. And quite frankly, this is so original and the story is so... Intricate but pretty well put together, that I would say it's worth that.
1: Hmm. Um, what would you recommend doing though? Would you recommend like playing the game first and then watching the movie, or watching the movie, play the game, and then hoping the would,
0: So we could get both perspectives. <laughs> My personal impression is that it would be better to play the game first mm-hmm. because it takes longer. It's about 4.4 is what i got on my playthrough
1: yeah i got 12 or something like that (laughs) yeah but we
0: talked about this before i think you were farming cards Hmm. overnight or something you just let it run all night i think i did yeah (laughs) you did say you had a little trouble with the maps but i can't imagine you having 12 hours of difficulty with the maps
1: no i had way more trouble on another game called coma which is a It's very similar gameplay, and as the map in that is just mental. Yeah,
0: that looks very different. So what I would say is you should probably play the game first and put the story together for yourself as you're going through. You're going to get lots of more interesting visuals. The story takes longer to come together. I think if you've seen the movie first, you already know where they're going with some of the things that you will see. And... You're going to be waiting for an hour of gameplay before they put these two pieces together, Mm -hmm. whereas you you already know that it exists. Whereas if you're playing it for the first time and you don't know the story, then you are putting it together. And any bits that didn't quite fit for you might fit together better once you see the movie. So I would say probably go in that order. Right. But I did it the other way and I still appreciated the game. So take that for what it's worth. Play the one you want, or watch the one you want.
1: Yeah, I'd probably, I'd probably agree with that and say play it first, like, because I mean, yeah, way more fun to put the story together yourself, I guess, than just be, well, told, told it.
0: So with that, let's go ahead and get into the spoiler section. All right, so we have two main ish characters mm-hmm. in the game. We have a boy by the name of Wei Ting. Uh, who I'll just be referred to as Wei, and a girl who, uh, her name is uh, Fang Rai Xin, who uh, I'll probably just referring to as Fang, or if I forget, and just look at the word and say Fang. Fang. <laughs> <laughs> I do know in the movie, uh, watching it this week, I did notice that they say the full names a lot in the movie, mm-hmm. whereas in the subtitles and in the subtitles of the game, you're just given... What would essentially be their family name, which is a very weird way to go about it, but it works. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I get it. But yeah, it would, it's very unlikely that they would be calling themselves Wei and, and Feng in real life. Or as I said, in the movie, it just doesn't happen. Right. You're going to hear them called by their given names much more often, but it's <laughs> not really important. It's just important to keep those two straight. Yeah. Okay. So, we have a history class where the teacher is talking. A boy falls asleep. He uh, wakes up at the desk and... There's
1: a big typhoon going on.
0: Yes. But just before that, actually, there's like a knock on the door. Mr. Bai, mm-hmm. the head military at the school, he takes Miss Yin away. But we have no idea why at this point. Right. And then, yeah, the boy is going to wake up. There's a warning on the board about the typhoon, which just seems very weird. Why would nobody wake him up? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the look of this game is one of the things I love the most, though, and you get this right away from the start. These very muted colors, oftentimes just black or white with bits of gray.
1: Yeah, it's really nice contrast. Yeah, just like the reds really pop out when, they, when you see them.
0: And that, I think, is why they chose that, to have these colors that really stick out. But it's not as jarring as, say, like, a Sin City, where no. everything is black and white, except for these very bright colors of these very specific things. It's not quite that extreme. No. But I love the look of it. I think that it works very well. This game is... Can we say point and click? Like,
1: Yeah, I guess so. Maybe.
0: It's not adventure game really no. it's not like a monkey island or a grim fandango no but it very much feels like a point-and-click game you get inventory the
1: inventory you gotta use them in objects
0: you can't play it with controller you have to use the mouse and you have to use the keyboard i guess so what did we use the keyboard for um
1: you don't use the keyboard to to walk around
0: maybe you could I was just using the mouse. Ah, okay. <laughs> I can hold down the cursor and uh, the characters would walk.
1: Ah, maybe I'm getting my game confused then with another one. Yeah, maybe maybe that was full on. Well, that, that is point and click then. That's pretty much everything, yeah. Um, but no, this is... Uh, uh, it's not point and click to the extreme where like, you have to combine ridiculous objects together to do no. things and that's what i mean it's not, fairly straightforward
0: it's not point and click adventure what we would say yeah from the old uh sierra and lucas arts games yeah. this one is it's just it's its own thing but you do point and click room 203 is his classroom this is important because this gives you a base of learning where else you need to go because there's a third floor there's eventually a rooftop there's a ground floor and you need to know mm-hmm. a little bit your way around. This is also, or oh, in the spoiler section, this is also where you will end if you get the good ending. Uh
1: I did not. Yeah, I didn't either. <laughs> and
0: we'll, we'll talk about that when we get towards the end. The wall around the outside, there are all sorts of, um you, you find pictures. There's all sorts of things you're adding to your journal. Yeah. And I really like the journal system that they have. It's very clear and easy to navigate, and great for exploring stuff story-wise that you might forget later. Though when you just binge play it like I did, you don't really have to worry about that. Right, yeah. But I imagine that you, having played it in a few different sessions, that might have come in a bit more.
1: Yeah, there was one point where I was confused about what to do. Um, it was with the part we're going to be talking about a bit later, where there was a sacrifice to be made, and I was like, I didn't know what I was doing. It's was like, check the journal. Oh, there's a big graphic picture of what i need to do
0: <laughs> right. the rolled gate is shut so you have to go into a dark room turn on the light and find a crank this is essentially going to lead you outside and getting to the auditorium which he claims is a shortcut there is a girl sitting on a chair on the stage she is sleeping way wakes her up and talks about the typhoon we need to get out of here the typhoon coming. Yeah. She's missing her necklace, so we have to go find it Mm -hmm. as the player. It's a deer-shaped pendant. It's very important. I don't know that the importance of it is quite as stressed in the game as it is in the movie. So it'll be interesting Mm -hmm. when we come to that later. We will... This is a very adventure game, but logical adventure game. Find an umbrella with a curved handle to pull it out from behind the fan. Yeah, yeah. That's right. We, as a player, will try to exit... But of course we can't. The bridges collapse and there's a river of, well, let's say it's a river of blood. Yeah. It's bright red. Hmm. What would make it? The characters are talking about what could make it be that color? Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: A, I must say a factory <laughs> is like spilling dye into the river. Yeah. That's
0: exactly what I said. Probably factory, <laughs> factory waste. And I just laughed. I was like, oh <laughs> yeah. That's, that's a stretch.
1: It does happen though. Rivers have run red before from, uh, dyes. Yeah.
0: This is where I was definitely sure that this was based on the movie. When I hit to this point, I went, yeah, okay. If they can't get across a bridge because there's a huge river, but I believe in the movie it's not red. Okay. It's just a huge river that has swept the, it the over. The bridges out kind of thing. Yeah. Which, during a typhoon, this is believable. Yeah. This is a bit more believable than the, oh, suddenly, suddenly... <laughs> The river is red from the waste from the factory for the first time ever.
1: Maybe the factory got blown away. Maybe <laughs> they get blown
0: down. Maybe. We will cut to the classroom where they introduce themselves. In the game, they refer to themselves as Ray for her and Wei. Uh, they talk about Bai, who is, um, as I said, he's sort of the, the military head that's stationed here at the school.
1: Yeah, yeah. I don't know why, but I always... And when I when I first started playing, I thought he was the P the PE teacher. <laughs> I don't know why. Just like
0: he might be. I don't think that that's ever said though. That's you filling in a gap that I did not know even existed. They reference the fact that in the war he was a relentless killer. They basically decide we should make a phone call from the principal's office and we should gather supplies to wait out the storm. Very logical. Yeah. yeah. And. In the movie, you're going to find there's two phones, but in the game, I believe this is the only phone that exists. When Wei steps outside of the classroom, the world changes and the music changes. There's now odd shadows around and graffiti and dead plants. We know because we finished the game that he is in a ghostly form, but now he's in the more modern times where the school has run down. Yeah. Whereas... He didn't know that. And if I was playing this for the first time, I'd be like, what is going on? I wouldn't know. But I've seen the movie. I have a pretty good concept of what's going on.
1: When I was playing, I didn't have a clue. I thought, I took it more kind of literal, like, oh, we've entered like a ghost realm and just like, you know, like kind of like the upside down kind of thing. I thought that's all it was. But yeah, it's not until in the end where you're like, oh, okay. So this is this is what it's all about. But yeah, I liked it. It was very creepy and... Yeah, I'm. Not.
0: Yeah, along the way, he's gonna see haunting images, some things that are demon-like. It's just you also get very wartime poverty images as well. Mm-hmm. We are going to switch now to being Ray, right? And Ray, as I said, I don't think Ray is the proper name. <laughs> we wouldn't be calling her that if we were we were doing it in Chinese. But the English subtitles this is the name they've given her. Yeah. So Ray wakes up in a yellow room. Well, the the room has a yellowish tinge to it, I think. Uh we are going to see that she's in the auditorium and that way is hanging upside down. His face is all scratched up. There are candles on stage and there are two vertical banners on the side. This is very important because we will see what I believe are the same two messages multiple times throughout the the school and the game yeah way looks dead but we don't know for sure she's going to get the journal from him and inside is a poem that you can read there is a jacket in the auditorium which is mr cows and from there she takes the candle so they say cow here but it's Gao in the movie he's basically like the custodian so this is another one of those where i'm I'm just wondering if the subtitles are slightly more accurate in the movie than they were first time around in the in the game. Yeah. In the storage room, where we found the pendant before, there's now a dead mouse behind the fan and a note about the book club for prohibited books. This is incredibly important because this is what the whole story is based on. Foreshadowing. <laughs> <laughs> Outside, the world has changed. We find a shrine with a note that says don't be scared of the lingered, hold your breath and quietly walk away. The lingered are the simplest of the ghosts, Mm -hmm. I guess, where yeah, you just have to hold your breath. I did find this mechanic a little awkward. I never knew how long I could hold my breath. And sometimes just as she was about to breathe again, it was either an inconvenient time or I wasn't quite far enough away. I did have a little trouble with this one.
1: Yeah, especially in the beginning where you're just learning. I got slaughtered like at least three times in a row, which is really creepy, man. Those those lingered. The first lingered you meet is, uh, yeah, that really threw me for one.
0: Isn't that one digging in the ground or something? Yeah, like?
1: and then she suddenly just gets up. Her spine just cracks at 90 degrees backwards. and She's walking towards you in this L shape, clawing at the air like, yep, yeah, that
0: freaked me out. <laughs> that is one thing I do want to say. This is 2D. It's not the most realistic... Animations or even character design, but they do creepy very well.
1: Yeah. Yeah. For sure.
0: I do not know their secret, how they make it work, but they just seem to know just far enough to push it that is creepy and doesn't become ridiculous. Mm-hmm. There's not a lot of jump scares. There's not a lot of overt. I'm going to creep you out with these images kind of thing, which I know you can be in. For things like uh, we've discussed in our other podcast, Agony, for example, mm-hmm. which just doesn't work for me, it's pushing too hard to shock me. yeah, this game does shock me in little ways. Mm-hmm. I think the way to get me is to do something little, yeah, not to do big things and and hopefully, I'll point out a couple more of those as we go through, going back through the auditorium, you now have the key I can't remember where we we must have found it outside near the note. So you get the key, now you can get through the other side of the auditorium and get into the main part of the school.
1: I think you get outside. Yeah, you have to go through that, the the first linger to get that key, I'm pretty sure, yeah.
0: And that's another great thing that Red Candle seems to do, is to guide you where you need to go without telling you. Hmm. There's no exposition to say, hey, you need to go this way. They will block your way with a locked door or some garbage or... Something that says, oh, you have to go the other way, you go the other way, and then you can come back. And it, it, But it also doesn't feel like the cheap kind of thing where you see something and you know you have to get into it, and then you have to wait and wait and wait and wait to get into it. Typically, if you need to get into it, you're going to find the answer to it very soon. Yeah. So I never really felt like I was being teased for a long time with everything. It's linear, but it doesn't always feel linear because... You're still exploring with each little step that they let you take.
1: Yeah, I mean, linear is... I mean, people go on about how linear is bad. I mean, it's not, especially when it's a game like this where they've got a story to tell, which is, I know this is not the time to talk about this exactly, but we've also played Devotion. And Devotion, I thought, was really similar. It's just like they're not rushing you through the story, but they're definitely saying, like, don't worry about exploring every single drawer and whatever. Just keep going, keep going, you know, and just... You know, have fun with the story. And this this is what uh, detention does a lot as well, is just focused, focused railroading, you know.
0: But in a way that works and doesn't feel forced. Yeah. I I don't think I ever really felt like I wanted to go somewhere that I couldn't go. Mm -hmm. I mean, occasionally there was a locked door, but I knew...
1: You'll be getting the, there soon. i would yeah. be getting there
0: soon, so it didn't really bother me, and I really enjoyed yeah. that.
1: I think there was one part way towards the end where it's what the part with the incense burners and the the locked doors at the end, and I was like, that took me a while to get in there, but because I found that quite early on. I was like, oh, let's get in there, but you don't actually solve that for quite some time. I think I went there a bit early.
0: Ah, uh, right, okay, whereas I didn't. So by the time I got there, I already had Ah, one of the pieces, and I knew I needed to go find the other piece. We are going to hear a phone ringing. This is very important because Ray is going to say something along the lines of who would be calling at this time. Later on, at the end of the game, we are going to see the same moment, which hints to the fact that she is repeating this over and over again. Mm -hmm. But at this point, we have no idea. We just know there's a phone ringing. She goes and She answers. There's a creepy voice that says... I'm waiting for Ray in the counselor's office or something along those lines, which tells us exactly where we need to go. I think it even says on the third floor, which you wouldn't normally need to say, but it definitely helps us, the player, because I wouldn't know where it is. Otherwise, there is in the principal's office, I think this is the first time we see a save game alter, Mm -hmm. which is nice. I like it visually. It works well. And in the principal's office in the movie, they do have this. Oh really? I think it's the only one you see, but they definitely tried to get the same look.
1: Yeah. And I love that. Because It's like the book on the kind of like the pedestal not pedestal, like the podium kind of thing, isn't it? It's like a open book on a on a dais or whatever.
0: But the way the colours work and everything, yeah. So I really yeah. enjoyed that, yeah. On the third floor of the classroom, there is a single chair with words and symbols carved into it, which we can't get to yet. There are bars blocking our way, so we're gonna have to go back around. On the second floor, in... Oh, well, so we're actually going down uh, to the second floor. There are all sorts of things on the walls, which we are told are Taoist uh, warding charms. And they're boarded up doorways. It's very obvious that we are not in the school that they fell asleep in. Right. I'm air quoting here, Mm. fell asleep in. In the classroom on the second floor, uh, there's on the board written... Uh, you're on your own now. I think there's Way's desk we see where there's a bit of poetry, I think. Like, uh, strong the wind, strong the wings, uh, the sky's the limit. And there's also, uh, in the back of the room, I think there's a note about gambling being illegal.
1: That's right. Cause you gotta find the dice. Yeah.
0: Right. (laughs) Because gambling does happen. There's just so many pieces that actually connect. They're not random. And that is a real strength of the storytelling of this game. And what would make this, as a game storytelling, something that you can't do as much in a movie.
1: But it is cool, that, because it's like... It's something simple and something believable, as opposed to something like, I don't know, the original Resident Evil games, where like, find a ruby to place on a statue that will make it move. And it's like, what? But this makes sense, because it's like, yeah illegal gambling in in a school yeah cursed cursed dice
0: in the bathroom you're going to find pliers in the sink there's weird reflections of ray
1: mm. this is one of the parts where i was completely stumped on because a i didn't find the pliers so i couldn't get through the fence so i was i was wandering around for quite a while trying to solve this then when i got the pliers i didn't know how to use my inventory okay um, because you need it there's a special button or something like that that you have to press or a special prompt I was trying no, no. I was trying to bring up my inventory and I was like there must be a key for this I was going to options and I was looking for it and there wasn't one and it's just something as simple as you just got to be in the right spot and then it like prompts you do you want to use the pliers but I was like one millimeter off of that looking I went on YouTube I was watching a playthrough like so how does he get into his inventory? He just opened it. Oh, Darren, you're an idiot. That's that's that solved that problem.
0: (laughs) I didn't have any problem. I found it right away. I also found the D6 that's in the disgusting bathroom. Yep. She mentions it's disgusting. Out in the hallway again you're going to hear what sounds like a baby laughing. (laughs) Something creepy. There's broken desks and chairs blocking the way, so that's why you have to go back to the other direction. This is the first time I got killed by a linger
1: okay yeah because they make short work of you that's for sure
0: they do there is a way to run into the classroom to just bypass them altogether, which is what i did the next time and on the other side you can cut the barbed wire you go into the health center there's a note that explains how to use food to deter linger which is important because there's one outside that you need to deter with food
1: but to be honest i didn't use that very often i didn't use it very often
0: But I did use it here.
1: Yes.
0: (laughs) And I used it one other time, specifically. Hmm. There's luckily a special offering right here and a key in the eye chart, which I really like the little puzzle of the key in the eye chart. Yeah. And then there's a doctor's note about broken students, which doesn't really come into play much. But I think what they're hinting at here is that teacher Bai, the head of military, is probably punishing students very harshly. And then the doctor has to deal with that later, but not say anything right. because he can't speak against the military. I use the food on the linger outside to get into the other medical room. You can unlock with the key you got from the eye chart. You find another D6 here and some paint thinner. Yes. You'll go back through the health clinic the other way because now you can unlock that door. And luckily, there's another offering sitting right here so I can grab it. <laughs> I think this is also where there's a save point. Save points work very interestingly in this game. And the fact that you will start back here, but you will start back with the inventory you had when you died. Yeah. So you don't actually lose anything. You don't have to do a part over again. And it works very well. I think if you want to use save points, doing something like this, which is akin to the Bioshock restart points. Mm-hmm. I think that that works very well. And... If you're going to do save points in a game like this, this is the way to do it. I don't feel like I'm missing out a lot. I maybe have to walk from the second floor back down to the first floor because I died from that lingerer. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Which is why that's the second time that I used the offering because that one killed me the first time Mm -hmm. through. And then I got a better grasp of how to get through, how to hold hold my breath breath
1: and stuff. And
0: how long I can hold my breath and how fast the lingerer moves. There's a lot of tiny variables you need to account for to make it work. And that's why I said it the first few times it's very frustrating, but then you start to get the hang of it. Yeah,
1: you just got to know how close can you get before she charges, then chance it, and then, yeah, hold the breath, and then just go for it.
0: When you die, though, I do want to point out the old woman who just happens to be there. She seems to always be walking down the hill. She's saying things that are very interesting, but she's also saying things that are very useful. Mm Mm-hmm. So, for example, with the lantern character that you have to again hold your breath, but I missed the point where he said you have to look away. Yeah. And she said, "Hmm, maybe you should look away from it <laughs> or something like that." It's like, "Oh, that's it. That's what I did wrong." Okay, thank you, lady. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> she's always there. I don't know who she's supposed to be. If she's supposed to be related in some way, but she's always there.
1: Yeah, fairy godmother of, of wisdom.
0: So you have to walk up the rest of the hill, and that's what will take you back to the save point. So tried it again, first floor <laughs> made it through. There were talismans that were meant to block me, but luckily I already had my the paint deer. thinner. So, oh, no,
1: the, yeah, the paint thinner, that's right, yeah.
0: So I was able to use the paint thinner to get through the door. This is where I get the utility knife. There's a back room with alcohol and a snake and a gambling bowl. Mm -hmm. and I have to find the three dice to do this. Now I luckily had found the other two so I just had to find the third one that I think was in a bucket in this room. You throw them into the bowl and they turn into teeth.
1: Because of course they do. Yes. (laughs) That I was not expecting. No, I was not expecting that. Uh, But really cool. That's like one of those creepy things. It's just like Ew. They
0: do a similar image, important thing, story for the movie, but it's not the same, right? And these teeth are going to give us the combination we need for a lock to get through the gate upstairs. That's
1: right. This is the we we need to use the teeth with the desk, don't we? Is this the one? Is this the puzzle?
0: What what we had to do with this one is we just threw the dice into the bowl.
1: Yeah, they turn into yeah. teeth.
0: Teeth with numbers on them.
1: Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. So
0: we just have to get those numbers. We will also, magically, the bowl becomes loose from the table now. It was like attached to the table mm-hmm. before. Now we can take it away from the table. And I what
1: that's going to get used for.
0: Yeah. So going back through Gal's room, we will see a note that talks about a throat sacrifice mm. to... Uh, it's something about a prophecy will be revealed if you can do that. There is a luck here, but we can't get into it yet, because this is what we need to go back to the auditorium for. Yeah. So we're going to go to the auditorium, we're going to cut Way's throat with the utility knife, we're going to capture the blood in the bowl, and then we're going to take it upstairs to the lone desk with the weird carvings into it.
1: Mm. Yeah, That I was not expecting that um, throat slitting to be so graphic either. It's not really it was pretty gross (laughs) it really opens up
0: (laughs) yeah yeah wait till you see the
1: movie oh really Yeah.
0: (laughs) there is when we get to the third floor blood on the desk and it's so obvious that's what you need to do and you throw that there and then she says something what will i use to print the carvings (laughs) well you have a whole journal can you not rip a page out (laughs) Or one of the flyers in the back of the room. And the amazing thing was, when I moved, like, I was very angry. Like, oh, I'm going to have to go find paper. I'm going to have to find something. No, just move the journal into the blood. Yeah. And then you'll get it. I was ecstatically happy. Like, I was just (laughs) so happy. Thank you for doing something simple and logical. Yeah. (laughs) You will get those codes for how to open the padlock on the, I believe on the first floor, which lets you go up to the other side of the school that was blocked off from before. Mm -hmm. The counselor's office is locked on the third floor. You will see a huge shadowy limbed creature, I think, that's chasing Ray uh, into a room. This room is covered in writing and there's a note, there's a counseling record and i'm not sure because i'm having trouble reading my notes but what i'm assuming this part has to do with any counseling record typically has to do with ray Mm -hmm. and some of it has to do with her interaction with the counselor and some of it has to do with his actual opinion of what's going on in her life Mm -hmm. she has a lot going on what is important is that Ray is now going to be in the past. She's going to be in her bedroom. She's going to hear her family arguing. I like her, this part. This part parents. is cool
1: because you get a new, just a new location. You know, you've been wandering around the school for a while now, and now you get something different to play with. I really enjoyed this part.
0: Ray is going to try to cheer herself up in the mirror. The mother is going to throw a picture away. We're going to cut to a title card. They do this a few times where they specifically want you to read the words on the screen. So they've blocked any image. There's no image. Pay attention to the words. Ray dreams of being on a paper plane so she can throw herself to a foreign land. The paper plane is also somehow how she gets in contact with this teacher, this counselor as well. Yeah. Which is why. It's the desktop icon and also the save icon, which it folds, I think, Mm -hmm. into the airplane. Ray will wake up and she's now at the command post in the middle of a field. The candles light the area. There are paper planes all around her. One side of the collapsed river. I think we're on the side of the collapsed river of blood again. And the other side will lead to a building. This is where we get the note about how to deal with the lantern specter so yeah. hold your breath but also look away which is which <laughs> i didn't <laughs> which is why i died the first time yeah,
1: yeah. i died too i, I think i kind of wanted it to die as well and see like well, what happens but
0: we do get to the this is a whole new section of the school we get into the puppet room where there's beakers of liquid with puppets in it and a Furnace in the bat. Ray is going to have a bit of internal dialogue where she talks about her mother and how she would get frustrated with her mother for always trying to pray away her problems rather than do anything. But there's this whole thing as well about spirit money. And it's important for multiple reasons. So spirit money is is just part of the tradition, the culture, but it was also an issue with her mom. Spending too much to do that. And again, trying to pray her problems away. But also, it's used to cover up the burning of books later. So it's very important. And it's used multiple times in the story. Which is, I think, very clever.
1: And the theme that they seem to run with in both of their games. Yes,
0: we will be talking about that when we get to devotion. Yeah, Mm -hmm. The basement is flooded. There seem to be jail cells here you're gonna find temple money down here which is what you're gonna to use to burn in the furnace and then you're gonna get a feather fan but you also have to walk past these puppets that now suddenly are alive and want to attack you this was the hardest part for me oh really this i died twice luckily the old lady said oh just treat them like the lingerers i was like oh yeah i need to hold my breath as i walk through and just barely make it and they did a really Interesting thing with the animation where when she's about to run out of breath, she'll just run three steps. Mm. And that was always just enough to get me past the puppets, it seemed. Okay. A nice thing is they didn't start me at a save point. They started me in the puppet room. So I didn't have to walk all the way in, do that again, and then come back out. They're very good about shortening iteration time. Yeah. When you die. I like that a lot. You will find a note around here that talks about um i I think this is about the military man by talking about uh two figures white and black they died protecting each other oh no no this is uh this is about the door this is uh yeah, bai, oh, U yeah, Chong. Right, right, right. this is about the two so this folklore myth about the two characters that protected each other so much that they became protectors, and so that's why we have to find the Wooden totem and the fan. That's
1: right. Was that a totem? I thought it was a sword for some reason. Yeah. It
0: looks like it, but ah, I okay. I think the text came up as totem. We're going to go to the projector room, which is mm. an amazing room. The projector room itself is not so much but the room on the inside where it is projecting. The screen room is very interesting. This is where we have the two slogans on either side of the screen. One says, patriotism demands us sustained sacrifice. And the other one says, leave your death in the hands of others. On the board, the word snitcher will appear all over it. Yeah. Going back to the basement again, though, with incense that you've got from the, the grave, which I believe is its way's grave, right? In this yeah. room. So you're able to get the incense that you can burn down in the basement. This is probably where you got your jump scare. Yeah. And this is where the cell opens. Now you can take that wooden totem. And now you could go through the double doors and go to a new section. Outside, there's a copper statue of the president. And I was able to successfully pass the Lantern Spectre this time. The first time felt mm-hmm. good. And now I started to feel a bit confident. Okay, I can do <laughs> the Lantern Spectre now. In the music room, there's a hooded puppet in a suspended bird cage, and piano with dead keys.
1: Yes, the classic puzzle.
0: <laughs> I thought I could guess it by... Pushing the bloody keys, but that did not work. No. That's not what I needed to yeah, I do. Yeah, think, I think
1: I tried that as well. <laughs> I had to
0: go to the broadcasting room, which is next door. There's a tree growing out of it, which has faces growing into it. It's a very weird, creepy image yeah. here. An 8-track player, which you don't have the 8-track yet. So you're going to have to head outside, find an outdoor puppet theater that is re- recreating what I think is way upside down in the auditorium, but mm-hmm. it could be somebody else. An 8-track here is stuck in the tree. Go back to the hallway. The lights go out, which is creepy. Again, little things. You walk into a room and the lights go out. That's creepy. Switch on the lights and there's a lantern specter right there. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. In the broadcasting room, put in the 8-track. Track Track 4, of course, we always have to go through all of them. So get to the fourth one. There's a piano song that plays and also plays in the hallway.
1: For also being the traditional Asian number for death.
0: The trick is to sort of memorize the tune and then play it.
1: Which I liked because usually they'll tell you the keys and just be like, it's A sharp, B. This one you actually have to use your ear. Yes. To...
0: At first I didn't like it and I was like, is this is this going to be really impossible? It's going to be hard for
1: people that are tone deaf, you know, that just like have no musical bones in their body.
0: And in fact, I went to look up, I looked up a walkthrough and what it basically said was, it's not very hard listen, you can do it. But if you need it, watch this video. And I went, well, if it's not that hard, maybe I'll try it again. And the thing is, what they've cleverly done is they have made it easy, because it's not many notes. And they've given you dead keys. So you know, it's not those. So really, by the third try, I had it. (laughs) I was quite surprised. (laughs) So I do think I could do more of these with these kind of helpful hints and mechanics set in place. It's also not a very long tune. We're not playing a full symphony. We've got about eight notes to figure out.
1: Yeah, I think I just... Usually when I I hit these kind of puzzles, I just make like an arrows up and down because just to memorize like which direction the notes are going and then take it from there with my ear. But as a reward for solving this puzzle, you're then rewarded with another horrible fright. (laughs)
0: Well, you can get into the cage and you can get the puppet. Yeah. And there's a hand in it still.
1: Yeah. And then this is the part, is this is the, no, no, no. It's after you finish the piano recital, the lights go on and it's just full of people like with these really dark faces and huge white eyes all clapping. Yeah. That freaked me out, man. <laughs> in the teacher's office, which I think
0: I missed the first time around, I think you probably could have gotten in here earlier. There is a roof key. And on the roof, you're going to follow a ghostly figure that jumps off. But from there, you're going to get the bloody film, which you can then go to the projector room to use. There is a part where the film will give you a phone number in like three different images, I think. And then you go back to the teacher's office to use the phone. And it says, uh, Miss Fong, your country appreciates your assistance. Mm. This is important. This line will be heard Multiple times, I believe. Certainly in the movie, it was heard multiple times. There is, again, I don't think it's the lantern creature, but it might be. It looks more like a shadowy, many-limbed creature or something walking through. But it's going to leave behind the military police puppet. So you can now go to the outdoor puppet theater, put them in place. The military puppet is going to kill the other two (laughs) puppets. And out of the one hanging will fall a key. We're going to get a bit of... A scene here of when you go, you're going to go through the basement door, basically, that you can now unlock. And you're going to get a scene of Wei and Ray talking in the classroom. We find out that uh Mission is the principal's daughter. And they are a whole family of scholars. We are going to find out that Wei gives a list of banned books and says to be careful with it. And both of them agree that knowledge should be free. Yeah. So this is Wei and Ray together. We're going to see an image of the book club reading list. And the list at one point is represented by a gun, which is maybe a bit too blatant. Maybe it doesn't have to be quite so much, but the seriousness of it is there. When we leave as a player uh, behind, there's a face where uh, we're going to end up in the fence where there were just creepy eyes before. And we're now uh, entering a room of mirrors we're going to see Miss Yin in the mirrors, uh, and I think a hooded figure. I think they're two different people. I think they're meant to be. Uh, Miss Yin speaks of uh, the teacher herself, the kids, all of them dying. And it is, again, all because of the piece of paper, which I I don't think is hard to understand that it's the list, right? Yeah. Miss Yin is sitting in... A chair, apparently strapped down. There's a hooded figure in a mirror behind her. And this is where Miss Yin talks about herself and the other teacher and kids dying all because of a paper. I think it's very easy to know what paper that she's referring to. The one that just a moment ago, I said, had an icon of a gun. Ray says, if not for Miss Yin, everything would be fine. And... All the mirrors get smashed. We're going to walk by a statue of Justice Chung Hwang. This is somebody that the mother brings all her problems to. Ray is going to throw these crescent moon shaped. I don't even know what we would call them. Not really discs, but she's basically asking some questions. And this is one thing that I'm not sure if it if it's a cultural thing or if it's a language thing. But some of these things don't seem to translate to me mm-hmm. as clearly as I think they might. And part of it is, I have no idea what the placement of the crescent shapes means.
1: Means, yeah. Yeah, I don't know either.
0: Luckily, they kind of tell us, oh, this is what it means. But there's something about that. It kind of just feels like there's a disconnect there a little bit for me. Yeah. She's asking about love, about prospects, about family, and basically either getting laughing or sad answers, which apparently equals bad. And the final question is, why? The right answer is divine, and Ray says, oh, it's because of me. And there's a title card here that says, youth is hardly ever given a choice. It's pushed through the grind until their innocent fades away. In the hallway, there's a save point and a radio. And this was probably the most frustrating part for me. (laughs) I had a lot of trouble with some of this stuff. You need to find the right signal on the radio to make the room appear basically Yep. and the problem is that you have to have the light on as well and i didn't realize that so i'd find the signal thought it was strong enough and then i'd still be at the save point in the locked door and couldn't get in. right once i realized oh i have to have that light then that that helped out a lot but mm. i was taken to an upside down room with a broken piggy bank and a bunch of doors a light that went on and off and footsteps that would walk out of the puddle, but I couldn't follow them, even by sound, and even by guessing. So, <laughs> <laughs> this is not the type of thing. I know that, I don't know if this is the first Prince of Persia game or the second one, where basically you have to memorize the right door. You're mm-hmm. always going to end up, if you go back to the beginning, that was the wrong door, and you have to start over again and memorize which is the right door. So, that's what I thought that I was supposed to do. No, I thought I could listen for the foots the footsteps yeah and kind of guess where i should be going and the thing is none of those things it's none of those things you can't i don't think the game will let you do it unless you've done it properly right the first door makes a different sound when you walk through it so i thought i have to listen for the different mm-hmm. sound there are all sorts of things i was listening yeah. for did not work and i couldn't seem for a while to figure out how to make the other signal work so again Once I figured out that light, now I was like, oh, now I can go back. But I had to use a walkthrough because I didn't know what I was doing at all. (laughs) (laughs) didn't even realize, oh, that other signal will take you to a different room. Uh, So once I found that out, I said, okay, so there is another room. I'm just not doing the radio properly. Right. So as I did that part, I was like, okay, now I'm in. Hmm. And this is a very sad part where you're here and the room is right side up and the piggy bank is normal but you go in the other room and the parents just look miserable. Yeah. There's alcohol everywhere. You can get into this back room with these portraits. The portraits are not in the right order, they're all different orientations. You turn off the light and their eyes glow or they have symbols on them as well. I needed to walk through for this part. Because, oh, really? Yeah. Right. Here's the thing I looked at her picture, uh-huh. but I didn't look at her picture. When the light was off uh, to okay, get yeah. the eye juice to drip into right. the juice cup. I didn't get that part. And so the walkthrough told me that. I said, okay. Did you, I you say either.
1: eye juice? Yes. <laughs> because
0: it goes into a juice cup. It says it's a juice cup. And it doesn't look like blood. We've seen blood in this game yeah. all over the place. This is fluorescent pink. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: So the eye juice gets into the cup. And now... You could do what I've been trying to figure out, a way to follow the footsteps. and So you mm. could do that. But then you go into the... You're going to end up into the clock room. And the yeah. clock room was also a problem for me because I didn't understand what was going on. I realized the orientation of the pictures mattered. But I thought they were giving me symbols that were from a different language that I didn't know. Uh, okay. Yeah. I didn't realize... They were showing me the shape of the hands on the clock. Because I also had the problem of the the way that the mother one looks, it looks like a one already. Mm -hmm. So I had made that one o'clock, but I had no idea what to do with the father's one. It looked like a seven. So I made a seven. And that's not what it was supposed to be. Yeah. Now, looking back, I go, oh, yeah, it was the shape of the hands. Mm -hmm. And it's pretty obvious. I mean, it's a little vague because you're getting just random lines that don't show you the numbers, but you could kind of guess your way through it. Yeah, But that's what's going to get you through the clock room. <laughs> I think these are all fine. They're well put together. I just didn't get it. I just didn't get it at first. And that uh, I'm just more frustrated with myself than yeah. with the game at this point. I think that those are very good. There weren't a whole lot of things to be doing. That's the thing. This isn't the type of game where there's thousands of things you have to guess at. And I'm going to Put this thing for my inventory and everything yeah. that I can just that. to see what works. It's not like that. Yeah. So there are only a couple of things I could be doing. My biggest frustration was having to go all the way back to the radio, tune the radio, go all the way back again, mm. and I got really annoyed going back and forth when I'm, you know, I was frustrated with the puzzle.
1: Yeah. What did you get out of the broken piggy bank again? Oh, it's another. Was that another paper airplane?
0: No. The the piggy bank comes later.
1: Oh, does it? Okay.
0: Yeah. So you're going to, like when you're walking through the parents' bedroom the first time to get to the clocks, it's going to say how they used to be happy and she used to hear giggling when she was younger. But now they just fight all the time and the mother thinks that the father is having an affair and the father gets mad at the mother for spending money and it... It's just this whole thing. And then when we come back through, it's now red lights and women's underwear and women giggling. And I believe she has a line saying that she smelled the powder on him at one point. So she knew that he must be seeing someone else. Yeah. When you go back to the picture room after that, though, the pictures will write themselves. And now you can go through another door. It's rolling pink. You're kind of in a pink swamp with weird um I'm not sure if they're weird images here, but they definitely are later. But he's you're gonna meet the male teacher here, Zhang, in game and also the cards, but they will say Chong, I believe, right. in the subtitle, so that's a little <laughs> a little confusing. Another time where a little confusing. Yeah. He talks about receiving her paper airplane, and he offers to talk about his time abroad and also a bit about censored history. There's a paper on the table that gives a new radio station. And here's a fun mirror puzzle where you have to follow the shadow in the dark. So yeah, you yeah. turn off the light and you just have to turn off the lights of any shadow that's going the wrong way. Yeah, And I like that. It's simple, but it worked very, very well. Yeah, it's just a cool puzzle. I like it. There is a movie area once you've got through, which is uh, now very brightly colored, has lots of weird images like a brain press and a giant goldfish floating around in the, in the air. Mm-hmm. There's lots of movie posters. Um, I, I think I've missed a point here. So basically there's a point where you find a coin and you have to put the coin in the old piggy bank. And then when it's broken, so you switch times Yeah. and it becomes a movie ticket. So oh, take-
1: that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Cause she's going on about getting, yeah, go, go into the movies, isn't she? Yeah.
0: So you have to take that movie ticket. To the movie area, you go inside, and this is where uh, the deer pendant returns because he's giving it to her. Right. Because the teacher and the student have met here on purpose. Yeah. And I think this doesn't get as stressed here as it does perhaps in the movie, but it is very, very key to everything that happens. Okay. We're going to return to the room. There's a shushing man. The room is just wrecked. We find a search warrant. We find out that the father was dirty. There was some corruption. And she references that she thinks the mom was happy about it. We find an assignment book, which is an excuse to go to the counseling office. So the swamp now is no longer pink and pretty. It's just gray and grimy. Even the goldfish floating around is also very kind of gray. And beyond the goldfish is just fish skeletons. And it's Clearly not a fun place anymore. Yeah. And this is to symbolize her feelings. When she went the first time, she loved this, but now he's gone cold. We'll find out. And so it's a very different place. Even though it's the same place, it feels different. And they have done that through the color and imagery here. Yeah, And we're going to get that through some of their dialogue. He's very cold to her now and says, oh, well, you don't need me anymore. Go to class. We're going to get a counseling record. And... The door by the original radio when we started this radio part is now finally open. Ray's bedroom is now on the stage and a poem that she writes reflects the whole story thus far. It's kind of summing up everything that's happened thus far. Through a door, we will overhear uh, Yin and Chang or Zhang, as it would be in, in any of the other versions, uh, arguing. And uh, he's saying she's that Rey is old enough to make her own decisions, but Miss Yin disagrees. They talk about how they had a romance before. Now, this is one key difference in the movie. I think the movie hints at this, but really, Ray overhears something that is more akin to what about us, and Yin is actually talking about the book club, but because Ray runs away, she doesn't hear the rest of the uh, the okay. bit about the book club. She is here. Is what about us? Hmm. So I'm not sure in the movie if it's, if it's even really there or if I just felt it was implied hmm. that there was there, but she definitely took it that way. Yeah. So it's a bit of a misunderstanding, which makes it even more tragic, I think, in the movie. Whereas here, at least in the English subtitles, they say, "Plus we had a romance." We, yeah, yeah. It feels like it comes out of nowhere, but there it is. There's going to be. Flashes of wall eyes, which is very creepy. (laughs) The male teacher uh, is now a hooded figure. He has bloody hands. Rey is now ghostly and static, and she appears on the auditorium stage. The whole area is now broken and covered in graffiti. So again, those of us that have played all the way through, we know that this is modern times. We're meant to be more modern times. In the storage room, there is a crying shadow of herself. The shadow says the guilt and sin is what keeps you here. They're going to switch places. It is a very ghostly looking school now. We get a flashback of Miss Yin talking about the book club and how it must remain secret. Wei says that the male teacher, Mr. Zhang, or can't get the books anymore. The importers won't let them get the books anymore. There's a newspaper article we're going to find that talks about Miss Yin, how she was blacklisted and escaped and pushed for freedom of speech mm-hmm. throughout her life but she's going to die very young at 50 and will be brought back and buried here we will see ghostly images of ray as we're walking around the school from earlier in the game so as I was talking about the who would call it this time or yeah. i can't seem to get through i need something to cut it these images of her which hint at the fact that she's done this before right. and that You can see this. And this is where I think the movie really excels because you do get lots of these past images and Uh, times where you go, oh, that's what she was doing before. And she's mm -hmm. seeing herself. But whenever she sees herself, she doesn't really see herself. She doesn't know it's her. In the game, it's very obvious. (laughs) Well, I know that that's what she said. I remember that part of the game. I remember that part Mm -hmm. of the game. Whereas in the movie, you sometimes see those ghostly images. Before she would get to that part of the story.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. So they kind of jumbled it up.
0: They're, yeah, they're, they're giving you the foreshadowing that that is what's happening, which is fine. It's just two different ways to tell the same element of the story. And they both work in their own way. I think game wise, I think this does is the right choice. Mm -hmm. I think if you're teasing it too much that it could happen, then you would know pretty much what's going on. Yeah. Whereas in the movie, you don't have to do that because it's less time
1: it's a movie
0: yeah we're gonna see the two characters burning books and as i said i think this is amazing talking about burning the spirit money to throw them off because if they find burnt bits of paper but they also see burnt bits of the spirit money then they'll just assume it was a an offering yeah as opposed to somebody burning books yeah (laughs) a really big offering but all of a sudden, <laughs> <laughs> It's it's clever, but it doesn't really protect them, unfortunately. Yep. They also have a bit of talking here about, you're closer to Miss Yin. Did she actually run away? What's going on? And Wei's like, oh, we just need to burn the books. Let's make sure we get that done. We will find a court verdict where we find out that the male teacher was sentenced to death and Wei was sentenced to 15 years in prison. If you get the good ending, uh, you actually get a bit more to that story as well. Um but let me talk about the bad ending first here. So you're going to follow this man around the school, its way, yeah. as an older man. I did not understand that when I was playing it the first time. I was like, who is this old guy? Is this uh, like her, okay. her dad? Is this somebody I don't... Because I didn't remember the movie. It had been a couple of years since I'd seen the movie. I don't know who this guy is. He's just wandering around. He plays... A song on the piano, so we have to follow him. There's a note talking about somebody who committed suicide, leaving me a decrepit man. We see a scene that proves that Ray gave the book list to Mr. Bai and accused the male teacher. Uh, Or perhaps not. Uh, Perhaps just trying to accuse Miss Yin is what I'm suspecting. Right. But this is also where he's going to say that thing about your country appreciates your service. Mm -hmm. We're going to walk through a school at this point that just barely exists.
1: It's, yeah, it's hardly a school anymore. Yeah.
0: And with this ending, you're going to end up walking by a bloody river where Wei, the male teacher and uh, Miss Yin are on stage saying, basically accusing, you're the reason we're here. You're the reason everything happened and you're the reason we can't leave as well. So we're trapped here because of you in the auditorium. There's going to be applause. I believe everybody is hooded. As they give the applause, very creepy, yeah, Ray's going to get up on stage with a noose, and Hang herself. yeah, and then disappears. there's an empty noose just kind of swinging on the stage, yeah.
1: but one great thing, and I really appreciate when games do this, is they allow you to get the next the other ending with very little effort,
0: right, did you do it then yeah i've got I've had both endings yeah, okay, so I didn't get it the first time, and no, I, won't. I got
1: I went straight to the bad ending if i playing my way I had no idea I had to look up how to get the good ending because it's all about you got to make the exact right choice in the dialogue so
0: you do like, and the exact right choice it's a little vague yeah again I'm wondering if the translation is an issue here I understand what they're trying to do like you have to get Ray to admit that it was her fault take responsibility for her actions and not try to forget it again like that's why yeah. she's been doing the loops over and over again because she just tries to forget the pain yeah she needs to accept what she did And yeah, I had to use a walkthrough because I was always like one off. This is the type of thing, though, where they do give you hints as to what's the right answer. Mm -hmm. If you get the wrong answer, you just get a series of dots. And if you get the right answer, the shadow ray will say something like two lines of dialogue for you. And at the end, she will say, you are me. Mm -hmm. And like, you're me, you're the one you want to be right. You want to be like me. We are the same. If you don't, then you end up walking through the school and there's a weird, staticky, shadowy version that says you are not me if you didn't do it right. If you do it right, you do end up getting a paper airplane with a note from the male teacher. Mm -hmm. It's not. Yeah. Again, the movie, I think, handles this section just a little bit better. But what I would say is just before I jump to the good ending is I do think the couple mini puzzles there with the shadow where you have to get the shadow to follow you and then walk around or get the shadow to follow you get stopped by a light so that you can talk to it turn off the light walk a bit further they're very simple but they work very very well and this is something that they do so well throughout the game if there are puzzles they're small but they're good and Mm. they 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 feel good once you know what you're doing
1: once you know know the answers yeah
0: (laughs) (laughs) well it's just that that no, they're, portrait they're, clock one yeah. and, the, and the door one that really just, at the time, I didn't feel good about it. But now, I looking back, I totally feel fine about it. Mm-hmm. I like them. I think that they work very well. But let's get into the good ending. So yeah. the good ending, you are way, as an old man, coming back. If you read the journal, you will see his story. You will get just automatically done to pick it up. I don't think there are just more pages in there mm-hmm. that explain things that happened. So you still have the article that talks about Miss Yin coming back, being buried on her homeland after being away for so long. And he adds like a page of, isn't it sad that that had to happen? It's just like somebody else that I know and talk about his time in prison and talk about those things. And then he walks around and you get to see different things like, oh, isn't it sad that that tree that survived so much is taken down by us now? you know, yeah. and um, just lots of little things like that. And basically he walks around until he gets to the empty classroom and he sits down and Ray sits across from him. Mm. And that's the end. Yeah. Now Again, I will say movie handles this a little bit better. Gives you just one or two more things here that just make the scene work much better. Okay. I'm not sure that... The game one that it works quite as well for me, but I will say this: much more satisfying ending than the one where she just kills herself and that's the end.
1: Right. Yeah.
0: Which I thought was the ending. Mm. <laughs> it's like, well, wow, that's a very unsatisfying ending. <laughs> Didn't realize that there were two. I had to look that one up.
1: I usually always look that up when a game is like, are there multiple endings? Once I finish something, because I want to go back and see if there is, but I'm not going to waste my time playing it again on the off chance that it might have an ending.
0: But breaking into chapters, like you said, helps with that quite a lot. And that's detention. Yeah, it is. And it's good. It is a horror story that is based on real things that happened, a time period that I was not as familiar with before the movie, that I'm still not that familiar with. But all of the elements that are in it, both in the game and in the movie, they're elements that they are told in a way that are very relatable to anyone. Mm-hmm. Anyone in this situation can relate with these characters and what they're going through. Yeah. You have multiple characters with multiple motivations, especially, I think, in the movie where you really see what everybody wants and what everybody is going through and how it's a very miserable time for most of the people in the story. And it is very much a gaps type movie where you have to put all of these things together and the game as well. The story elements are sort of handed to you, but they're not... Pieced together in one thing. We don't get one flashback that replays the entire thing for you. We get all the bits and pieces and you have to really think to put them all together and to know all of the things about how she had this relationship with her teacher Mm -hmm. that was probably frowned upon. (laughs) (laughs) But that is the one thing that gave her hope in a time where her father was abusive to the mother and cheating on her and the mother just prayed all the time hoping that things would yeah just fix themselves get better yeah she had a lot of other things going on and here's the thing that mm-hmm. i think that the movie does really well is just that way is a much more main character okay and you get a lot more with other students than you do in the game Right, And the game is there's pretty much just virtually there's there's, like, no other students yeah at all. and and even him, you don't get a lot of in the game, right, but you get a lot more of that in the movie, and that works better for me, I think you just it it's like the game gave us the story, and then the movie made it better, right, which is how I feel a lot of media should do it by the time you're telling a story the second or third time, it should be much better than you told it the first time, yeah, but is this game fun? yes. Does it do a lot of things that are new? Yes. When it comes to the mythology, when it comes to the way the story is told and a time period and place that often isn't used in anything else. So I've joked before about I don't want to have any more, you know, Illuminati or <laughs> yeah. you know, any night, of those. Night, kind of, Knights Templar. No more Knights Templar. <laughs> this is not that. This introduced me to a lot of new things as far as this time period the politics of the time period and the mythology that i'm not as familiar with and i want more
1: yeah and yeah we get some of it to an extent with devotion but in a different different way but completely different way
0: yeah which will be very interesting to talk about stay
1: tuned we will be discussing that soon gaps well, the more gaps created